John, you got a terrible joke for us? Yeah. Do I? Hey, guys. Why was the gift late to the party? Tell us. It was all wrapped up. Oh, son of a bitch. I almost guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the episode. We missed you. Hi. All right. Well, new guy. (laughs) New guy. Sir Brian. (coughs) Ooh, sir. You got knighted somehow on this podcast. (laughs) We were kind of going through Mystery of the Manor. It's kind of like a common thing that I typically do how i greet some of my friends it's like sir whatever sir you know like just sir elton john yeah we were on mystery of the manor and he's like why is everybody knighted why is who did that you did it, yeah. i did that yeah that sounds like i think it was i just taking the right vlog now, or whatever but it's just a, it's a habit it's a, a sign That's of respect fine. yeah i get it what sir you, brian you got knights or knights you got knife knives wow wow you got swords over there uh, those are katanas swords. so you could brian's I mean, having a stroke <laughs> yay not yay He's going to die. <laughs> you brought some material to, to riff off of, did you? How many of those horror movies are you going to watch, by the way? None. Of last week's. <laughs> no, there was... Oh, I already forgot the name. There See, was that's one why that I he mentioned. Down. I was like, uh, oh, the, 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 the girls? The tragedy girls? Those pretty good. So... My daughter Joe really likes horror films, and so that's how I see most of them now. Is because I don't care for them, yeah. but for does my she way, hold your hand? <laughs> well, it's just like a way for us to connect. Gotcha. Um, so I'll do it any way I can, and so if I have to watch horror films to connect with her, that's I'll actually send you some that I think she would like. But my topic was going to be I'm so excited. Real hauntings you guys have experienced, real Ooh. ghost stories you've had happen. And me personally, I really didn't experience much in my life until I met my wife. She's a haunting. She is pretty spooky. She's so bad. Kind of like paranormal activity. Like there's a haunting that's attached to her type of thing. Well, not to her. But so when we first started dating, she was living at a house down at like 50th and L And this was what, 2010? Somewhere in there. Yes. By Dunkin' Donuts. I'm just trying to set the scene for that. I don't think Dunkin' Donuts was in Nebraska yet. Nope. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Is there a Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. It's over by the the bank. What bank? The bank that's off of like 60th. But go further down, there's a Dunkin'. Yeah, we're talking about like 48th. Yes. Yeah, 48th and... By the cemetery. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Down she lived in, I mean, it was a house that was built in the 1900s. Who knows the what was way. connected to and L. Oh, that's on Q. Sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about between Grover and Center. He's like L. I did at first, but that, yeah, it was like 48th and U, I suppose, yeah. is the This changes everything. Changes I mean, the whole. And the only reason I know is because, A, I've been there and my ex lived down the street. Well, you would be by the cemetery too, right? No. Cemetery is way further down. Nah. Yeah. Oh, the cemetery. Yeah. Off of 48. Yes. It's 40. It's. Yes. It's from that Q to. I thought it was like you. No. R. It's like, Q to R. It's Harrison, I thought. Or Giles. Probably Harrison. Anyway, 36. that's not important. No, it's 36. It doesn't matter. These people that, that are listening where, uh, to us do not care. <laughs> Isn't that where Shane's dad is? Anyway, so yeah, we're going to go around. And if you guys have had actual ghost experiences, I wanted to hear about them. Right. And I can start off with some of mine being at my wife's house. So I had never really, I I have one ghost story, well, a couple ghost stories that we had when me, John, and Jeremy, and a couple other people used to go ghost hunting in cemeteries. Oh, yeah. But we'll come back around to that. Really, the real first experiences I ever had was when I first started dating my wife. 
in her house. Because she's spooky. You dated her house? Dated her house. You're Jeez. right. It is cute, but you're still pretty far down the street, Lanta. by the way. <laughs> Shut up, Move John. Move on. <laughs> you know how I am. For fuck's sake. So, why are you here? Uh, on the other side of the interstate. One of the first few nights that I stayed over at her house, two, three o'clock in the morning. Chucka Chucka? Yeah, after Chucka Chucka. Okay. <laughs> Had I even been sleeping for a little bit after Chucka Chucka. <laughs> Awoken to Lazy. A, <laughs> woke into a <laughs> going across whatever. I don't know what the sound is. And I'm like, Jet, Jet. Maybe it's just like the differential of the space. Or like air gets in and sucks it out. Maybe. Okay. But it wasn't. This w- this isn't be a dick and debunk. <laughs> yes, it Not is. Not yet. Anyway, <laughs> Not let yet. him finish. Then no, we can so debunk it. I wake Jen up and I'm like, what is that? Do you hear that? She's like, oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's just the table moving across the kitchen. What? What? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it happens all the time. The kitchen moves across the kitchen floor. Sure enough, go out there. Yeah, her kitchen table and chairs are all the way on the other side of the room. Magnets. and Magnets. 100%. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) So that was one of the experiences I was having. And that would happen often. Multiple nights I would stay the night and you could just hear it crossing across the kitchen room. And she's cool. How long was she there? She grew up there? Uh, No, she did not grow up there. She lived there a couple years my wife is actually somewhat of a medium, so she's not freaked. She's dealt with this kind of stuff since she was a kid. She's always, like, heard ghosts or seen ghosts. I think it's mostly she just hears and connects with previous things. We'd actually have to ask her more about it, which I didn't really buy into the medium thing, which we're kind of going off subject now, but until she, my father has been passed away for a while, and then my father started coming through to her, but that's, that's a whole different subject. We're getting off subject. Um, you are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other things I experienced at her at the house were being in the bedroom and seeing blue orbs just going across the room. Uh, there was one time I was sitting at the computer desk in her living room, and an old lady just came up and whispered in my ear, "I am too old for you." I think that was basically it that I can remember. There was oh no, I forgot about the scariest one. Our daughter Joe, random night. You hear all these toys going off in the living room. And so we go out there, and literally all the toys in the, in the living room are just going off. Like robots moving across the room. But these are toys that are supposed to move, but, you know, you're supposed to push a button when they're supposed to go. But they're all going off. And our daughter, Joe, who at the time would have been about three, is just standing in the middle of the room, eyes pure black. Pure black. But she was not responding. You're like, Joe, Joe, Joe. And eventually my wife just picked her up and took her into the bedroom. But super freaky that she her pupils were fully dilated. dilated. Fully dilated. So that was the kind of the experiences that I had at her place. I was kind of curious if you guys have ever experienced any kind of ghost hauntings or things that have happened to you. Lawn man. Lawn man, he used to be a uh, ghost I, hunter as I well. I used to be a ghost hunter as well, yeah. Back in college. AJ man. Yeah. Back in college. Oh, I'm still calling him Lawn Man. Sir AJ. <laughs> uh, Shut up. Back in college, there was a guy who was doing a, a book tour. He wrote the Haunted Iowa Roadmaps Guide. And uh, there was something along those lines. I can't think of what it was. But uh, what he was at the Southridge Mall doing like a little book thing. 
And I think there was like seven people there. And I just happened to be working at the mall at the time. So I went in and listened to him do his little speech. And then he was selling his books afterwards. And I'm like, I'll buy one. What the hell? And it was like broke down. It's like uh, in Ames. And then it's like this, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Cities all throughout Iowa. And then what's haunted in them. And I just, for some reason, I thought the guy was a giant prick. It just set me off the wrong way, and I'm like, I'm going to literally buy this, and I told him this. I'm like, I'm literally going to buy your book, and I'm going to go go through this book, and, debunk and I'm going to debunk thing. every single That's thing. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so I started doing that, and he's like, good luck. Have fun. <laughs> he's like, thanks for buying, thanks for buying thanks my book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he got your money. <laughs> yeah, so we, we started going through it, like, and there was well, a whole bunch of things. We started just around our little area. Then we'd go to like Winterset, then we'd go to Ames, and then to Strawberry Hill, and then down to Ankeny and Urbandale, and and it was fine. Like everything was super easy to debunk. Like you'd go to this cemetery in this middle of the cornfield, and if you stood just here at so-and-so time when the wind's blowing, you can hear screaming, but you grow up in the country, and you're like, that's not screaming. That's wind blowing through corn. Yeah. Like, just shit you know. Right. Well, we're going through this book, and we've been doing it in about a year, and we found this cemetery in a town called Madrid, Iowa, and we wanted to do it official. Didn't want to get it arrested from going to cemetery, so we called the city sheriff, and we're like, hey, just letting you know, we're going to go to the cemetery. Um Look at you, a respectful ghost. Hunter. Right. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to get uh, cops rolling yeah, up. Yeah, no, I get it. Cops get rolling it. up I mean, in the middle of the night. We didn't do that. <laughs> and, uh, and the sheriff's like, oh, yeah, awesome. Thanks for letting me know. Right. Uh, it's right outside of town. But if you want, there's another one that's about a mile oh, he's away. You suggestions? Yes, he was super oh my cool. God. Name, it, we should have done this. Jim, <laughs> Jim Brown was his name. Officer, that, That's a fake story. <laughs> Sheriff Jim Brown. Yeah, so he's like, you could do that. There's another one. It's called Mount Hope. It's about a mile down the road from there. That one's super creepy too. That one's a little tiny small one, super creepy down. Like, okay. So we went to the one that was in the book. Nothing weird happened. We went down to the, the Mount Hope one. And we drive in. It's like a setup in a square, the driveway. So we pull in, make the first turn, and then we turn right. And it's kind of, I would say it's about a 200-yard straight line, and then it turns left again. Well, we make that first left, and when your headlights kind of turn when it's super dark, you can only see so far. Mm-hmm. Well, right at the end of the the headlights, it I swore someone walked out of the headlight range. And I'm like, well, that was neat. And so we made the left and kept driving, and nothing spectacular. So we went back into town, got some food, and we're like, let's go look there one more time. So we went, and we drove back through, and randomly, just in the middle of the the turn, we decided to stop. Like, we're stopping right here in the cemetery. I'm going to jump out, take some pictures. So I get out of the car. Tracy's in the front seat and the driver's seat. I get out. I'm taking pictures, standing around. I get in the front of the car. And I'm taking pictures, kind of looking. All of a sudden, I look in the the mirror – or not in the mirror, but in the windshield. And like her eyes are white and her hands are on the steering wheel. And you can see her gripping for all it's worth. So I just kind of look around and I look to my left and I look at a headstone. And all you can see are two little hands and like the eye – like the tip of the nose and eyes looking up over top of it. And I was like, nope, fuck this. So I ran, <laughs> jumped in the car. And even before I could get the door shut, she's slamming on the gas and we're taking off. Oh, wow. And 
I was like, wow, that was so cool. Did you see that? That was so scary. She didn't say a word. So we were about two miles away, and she just pulled over and started bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I know it's scary. It says, okay, what's going on? Wouldn't tell me. Wouldn't talk. Like three days go by, and I finally get her to talk about it. And I'm like, was it that scary? And she's like, no, that's not what was bad. It's like the, the little kid was fine. But three rows behind the little kid, there was like a dark, a darker figure coming at the little kid. And she's, she said there was such like a mother reaction in me that wanted to protect the little oh, wow. kid. So that, running like, away? Well, no, like. They're running towards the kid? Like wanted to protect the little child so much. She did. She did. Okay. Yeah, she like came over her so bad wanting to protect the little child that she had to get out of there because she knew she couldn't. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It sounded more selfish, like she was just trying to protect herself. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck that. Protect kid. me, I got it. I thought you were gonna say it was like, like the figure was like her dead niece or something. No, <laughs> it was no. like just a random. And we went back during the day, and there was a there was head, a midget headstone <laughs> headstone for a little girl named Sarah. Mm. So mm. it's always Sarah. Huh. Yeah, we have a when we went to cemeteries we caught a few things not visually raccoon herpes um and jeremy actually has this audio somewhere yeah he has it somewhere i don't know where but one the cemetery actually off of 36 and l or whatever i was alone at a seven-year-old cemetery with one of those headstones Headstone, not, not cemetery. Yeah, that seven-year-old's headstone Grave with cemetery, one of those yeah. just EMT microphones yeah. that you talk into. Yak back, not the yak back, <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially was just a handheld recorder. Yeah, talk boy. Um, and so I was just talking to a kid, and as I'm talking to it, you can hear the kid say, "Help me." And so we got like that. that, and Jer- Jeremy has it somewhere. So at some point, if he can find it, we could put it on the podcast because yeah. you can hear the kid go, "Help me!" I think when you um, or it says Leslie, I can't, I can't. Leslie. <laughs> the other time at a cemetery was at Alex Day's grandma's grave. Mm. We Alex were, is getting a lot of pub today. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> to his grandma, and grandma. on the on the microphone, you can hear in the background is one of those old timey wimey. Um, music box. Yeah, you you put the record on it, and it's got the big oh, like, metal. All the feedback, the static feedback, like uh, the speaker big, phone, the big thing, metal yeah. speaker phone things. Right. I don't know what they were called, but you it's can hear that. Phone. <laughs> yeah, something phone. And uh, apparently, <laughs> according to Alex, the music that was playing was music that she would listen to all the times. But it was very like very early 1920s kind of music playing and it, but it sounded like it was playing on one of those something <laughs> something phones <laughs> so that was that was our few things we caught that I i'm aware of that we caught for the cemetery stuff i mean there's always the the orbs and i'm not a big orb guy i think it's just dust and particles and all that stuff but yeah for cemetery i'm trying to think if there was anything else from the cemetery i do remember the help me but no, there's, you know, like spooky orbs. Like I said, everybody kept saying that. I remember the first time we went to the Black Angel, like we were fucking terrified. It's just about to bring that up. The one in uh, Council mm-hmm. Bluffs? Yeah. yeah. We were absolutely terrified. And then we ended up like, if you see like our after pictures, like I'm putting my hand on its ass and shit, like and posing with it. Like I was like, fuck. There's it's just intimidating, like the lure going the lure. up to it. There's- yeah. Now it's like. 
a stadium because there's like cameras and lights and you I'm can't say, there's pictures there. of me with my balls in her hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we. Ew. I mean, that's probably why I have bad luck for the rest of my life because I fucked with the black angel. But you have a black angel story? I just we went up there a few times as oh, okay. Like high so anyway. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I think that is one of the biggest things for like local people who yeah. it's a tourist attraction, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I, so many people claim to see something. It's like, well, yeah, you're going over there as it's starting to get dark. Shadows are moving and all this. So you think you're seeing movement. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this was standing this way. Especially like, with yeah, cars was, passing by, yeah, you know, yeah. the lights moving. Yeah. But there's pictures on my Facebook it, of holding her hand. and yeah, yeah, they were on my Facebook. But I don't know where they are now. John's they were absolutely said, correct. We were intimidated at first because the lore was right. you know oh, if yeah. you looked her straight in the eye or whatever you have you're based with the story before you get or, there yeah, i yeah. did all these things and my life sucks so who i mean <laughs> now might be something to this some of the ghost hauntings i know of you is that you're like your uncle's house yeah i was gonna something? bring those yeah. up here in a minute those um, are spooky so my uncle lived in a house down the street from ryan uh, off of 108th and Maple ish, 102nd and Maple, that neighborhood behind like the bowling. Was that bowling alley you guys bowled at all the time? Maple Woods. Maple Wood Lane. Yeah, duh. Maple off. <laughs> duh. Idiot. That bowling, idiot. That bowling lane on the bowling lane the road. The bowling lane, the bowling lanes, and the things. Anyway, it's over there. He and his wife at the time used to experience all sorts of just stuff being moved and shadows. At the end of their bed on like the, the bedpost, they had like Christmas lights on it. And one day, he woke up. He felt like something was like pressing down on his legs and his feet. And uh, he, you know, he wakes up and there's just a dark figure standing at the edge of his bed. And so they called, you know, a medium or something out to to talk about it. And I guess there was like a little girl who died in a fire on that property or like that land, you know, X amount of years ago or whatever. So they would always have stuff like that move. So the two personal incidents I had there was one. Me and my brother and uh, his wife's two kids were all downstairs. That's where we stayed. Their rooms were downstairs. To set the, the picture, like, the stairs to go up and down and, like, the front door is, like, here. There's stairs to go up and stairs to go down. And then if you walk up, the entire house is basically is open. You can see from the kitchen to the living room, the, the bedroom and the baths are, like, back here. So you can see from house, you know, one side to the other. The so, rooms aren't like separated it's the rooms just are separated spaces. but the living room and kitchen isn't okay so you know i could see the kitchen door all the way to the okay. living room window but like i said there's a little hallway to go back into the bathroom and so i i was thirsty or something and had to go up the stairs and i go up the stairs and i turn and look at the kitchen this way and there's just a little girl sitting don't in be scared kitchen. and i froze oh hell no like who, who is it? like, I didn't know if it was like my own reflection from the patio door or if a neighbor was just standing outside the door. And then I realized it's not against the door. It's just to where the kitchen is, like the cabinets and stuff. Do you think that you look like a little girl? Yes, sometimes. Okay. When I was younger. Yeah. You know, shut he, up. He, <laughs> he imagines. That's what I really am on the inside. Okay. Um, but anyway. So I freaked out and ran back downstairs and told the the boys about it. And her her sons, Jamie and Jason, they were like, no, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm like, go look. There's a fucking little girl up there. And they're like, nope, not going to do it. Nobody would do it. And I, even I was like, I would get a few steps up. And then like, you know, I don't know if it's my brain playing tricks with me or what, but you'd hear like a little giggle or something. And I'd be like, nope, I'm done. Like, I'm not moving from down here until the lights come on, you know, whatever. And then the second time 
we were over there for a wrestling pay-per-view. It was me, our friend Rob, and our friend Dan. And my uncle and them, they they had left, but they let they had one of those like illegal cable boxes back in the day that you can like pick up the pay-per-views and stuff like that. So we were over there, it was probably like a WCW pay-per-view. So this is like 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. Well, it'd have to be 2001 if it was WCW, but we're sitting there and we had told the stories to Dan and for, you know, Dan, he's, mm-hmm. he gets kind of, <laughs> you know, so he's like looking around for everything. And all of a sudden we're sitting there watching the pay-per-view and the microwave goes off, like starts, like it's cooking something. I'm like, what the hell? And we go over and we open it. There's nothing in there. And we look down and there's this little stuffed animal just sitting below the, uh, the microwave. I'm like, what the hell is this? They had found a photo of the little girl who had burned, and it was she had the same stuffed animal in the photo. So Dan, Dan was freaked out the rest of the night. He made somebody stand in the bathroom with him while he went to pee. Like he was all like not having it. But those are the two incidents that I personally have had, especially at that house. I know one real quick. My dad told me a story when um, he was little, or no, this is my mom. Well, my mom and my dad have one, but my dad's one more interesting. My my uncle Augie, he uh doesn't believe in ghosts at all. Like he to this day he'll tell you no, even though this story happened. They were staying at this old house in Texas that they used to live in, and every night my dad would see because he could see the kitchen from his bedroom, and he would see this little twinkle, little twinkle of light over in the corner. And he'd be like, What is you know, what is this? What is this? What is this? And one day he got up and went to go see what it was. And there was just a figure of a girl and the twinkle was like coming from her eye. <laughs> Almost not like a bright twinkle, you know, just a faint emit of light coming from it. And so, you know, he, you know, he was eight. So he decided he just ran back into the room and, you know, he told people nobody believes him. Obviously, you know, you just saw things, you know, it was probably a bad dream, that kind of stuff. And then he said one day, um, his uncle was staying over and he got up and he went into the kitchen and he heard him talking in the kitchen. Like, can I help you? What did you need something? And he comes in and he wasn't talking to anybody. And he goes, who are you talking to? He's like this little, no one. Like he immediately was like, what the fuck just happened? You know, no one. If you don't come play with me, then we will kill you. So, that that's always kind of creeped me out from my dad's point of view, but that's the only thing he's ever talked about, like ghost wise. But I've even asked my uncle about or his uncle about that, and he's like, "Well, never happened." You know? mm. So, was that a dream? I don't know. Mm-hmm. One of those deals. Who originally told you that story? My not, dad. Okay, but is he older? Oh yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Not older than you, but mm. I know your dad's older than you. But. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's older. Math than adds me. up, and his uncle is older than him. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Not that age really means anything, but yeah. You know, when I'm kind of usually very skeptical about like a lot of these yeah. things, mm-hmm. usually when people are based with something, like they come in with the expectations of certain things, there's so many different, I mean, like dilated eyes, you can't necessarily pinpoint something like that. I mean, there's foods that can dilate. There's certain medical conditions that can sort of dilate. Right. I go into situations little, yeah. like, okay, there's a logical explanation yeah. to most of this stuff. And, you know, that little girl thing, I still mm-hmm. don't know what it could have been. There's know. so many ghost hunters or whatever who's like, they they love it. They have a passion for it, but they admit that they've never seen anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there is no such thing as ghosts. I don't have a, a positive belief in ghosts myself. There are certain things that you probably can't explain, such as like certain environmental factors where there's like low frequency, you know, sound waves that emit that kind of gives you a sense of unease 
or if you're based with like a story or whatever, like there's a little girl who died here. So that sort of story, right, your brain starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Power pareidolia and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or like if you listen to a sound wave and then somebody suggests, Green uh, yeah, yeah. What's weird. I mean, what with was the, the cemetery other thing supposed to be? Oh, uh, blue. I don't know. Blue light. But like, uh, I heard both when we, re- I did, when yeah. I re listened to the podcast, I heard the opposite of what I was hearing on Same. the podcast. I was like, what the fuck? I will say when we heard the, the voice, whether it says help me or whatever, we were listening back to the, the recording. And when the voice came up, all of us stopped. We all heard the voice. So the voice was definitely suddenly right. there. You, yeah, 100% with the, the pupil. The, the noise was there. Yeah, yeah, the noise. Is it a yeah. voice? I don't know. Uh, I'm still... But yeah, most power of suggestion. But yeah, does no, make I, it sound I hear like you on like you try to you do try to rationalize it, um, especially like so with my daughter with the uh, dilated eyes. That that wasn't really the impressive. Uh, that was more just like what the hell. The impressive part was like multiple toys are going right. off. That's yeah. freaky. It was like an EMP or something went off, right. but like right. the opposite. Yeah, the opposite made everything go yeah. off. Uh, Battery the, the kitchen moving across the. The floor, the kitchen like, moving across the, the floor, kitchen, yeah. <laughs> the kitchen table moving across the floor is it's the like building on a slant. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. Oh. That one I can't. Fun fact: that, that on one wheels. I can't explain. <laughs> yeah. The lady talking in my ear. Okay, that could just be my brain working right. with me. Definitely, like, there's psychological. Or it could even be like a bug flying a bug. in your ear, uh, and yeah. it the just blue orbs like I saw could have been just something in my eye. So yeah. those those orbs are like are okay. Those are easy to brush off but yeah the kitchen table that's not so easy yeah, to there's brush psychological off. phenomenons that occur you know like we're pattern seeking things and we kind of want to have an explanation for certain things you know like i said if somebody has like a legend or lore of a certain story it's like oh that's in my mind now yeah now i'm gonna look for it and like there it is like ages of power yeah. suggestion what yeah. was weird about the kitchen table is it was like it was almost like whoever was doing it didn't like where we had the kitchen table. Right. They were was always, it always not where I because they always tried to move it. It was almost almost in the same area every time. So if it's always going back to the same spot, maybe there are grooves or maybe there's certain water be, molecules or whatever. Pretty that, goddamn yeah. heavy table. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, certain. Not maybe saying this is what maybe no, you no, think no. it's heavy because you just chuck a chuck your energy level. <laughs> I mean, we've yeah. had stuff happen at the house we live in now, and it was prior to my father passing away. That's his gaunt uh, roommate uh, <laughs> who attacked Jeremy, I guess. He knocked his hat off or something. <laughs> yeah, he's uh-uh. still freaked out about that. But before before Don passed away, I would be laying in bed and my bedroom door would slam shut when it would be open because I'd be listening for mocks. would just slam shut. And I remember one night it slammed shut and I just go, that was uncalled for. And then it just, you could hear the handle turn and it slowly open back up. Ooh. And I was like, fuckers? You want to try that again? I, I remember being there and like sitting with Mox in the living room and him sleeping on my lap and hearing crying over the baby monitor. And it's like, well, that's not going to work because the baby is right here. Like, see, that it's like stuff that's like creepy kids. It's, it's like, else. it's not, it's like, okay. This is fucking weird. Am I scared by it? No. Is it, what, do I think it's dangerous? No. But is it unusual? Yeah. Yeah. I think the 
creepy kid thing. I've had many experiences. I've already said some on this, like on the podcast. Well, also her real quick at her house, these kids would come out of nowhere when they would like wake up in the middle of the night. Like we're over there all watching a movie or something. There'd be like a kid just pop up out of nowhere. They were so quiet walking through the hallway. I was like, what the fuck? That's so ominous. Like, yeah. So where our bedroom is, the bathroom is right across and there's a skylight that shines kind of towards our doorway. And every now and then you wake up with like a two-year-old just standing in the doorway. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. Kids, are, go to bed. Kids are definitely creepy. Go away. <laughs> nope. I've seen this movie. I'll be, I'll be laying in bed and all of a sudden I'll hear. Dead! <laughs> Over the baby monitor. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, why, why, why? 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 He just really likes 10. Kids are definitely creepy. There's, there's it's funny, that's few, actually his wife. <laughs> there's a few times that you almost, that's oh a, my God, you're so glad that I didn't just like sidekick you right. across the room. That's a brown down. He'll, he'll, brown he'll down just walk, sure. he'll walk in and he'll be like, daddy, daddy, dad, dad, dad. And then he'll run off before I can open my eyes, and I'll be like, <laughs> "The fuck was that?" Well, I'm haunted by an annoying child. <laughs> <laughs> it's like even before they walk. I mean, both of my daughters have done this. Like we've had when they just stare at an empty chair. I'm like, "What are you, what are you looking at? What are you what are you doing? Are you just it. trying to climb up there, just, or are you just, looking at something?" Just stop that right now. Yeah. That's uh, Still do it. not okay. So Justin being the most skeptical, you, you haven't had anything that made I've you had go, things, hmm, maybe. I've had things where we used to do a lot of breaking and entering as kids and stuff. So my sister, <laughs> she was one of the people who, and she's she loves to turn things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's always, I don't want to compare her to like your wife or whatever, but she always thought that she had some extra senses or something like that. And it's like, you know, walk into, do you feel that? It's like, it, you're, mm-hmm. I you are the type of person who wants to feel special in certain things. Right? Yeah, I know this is probably yeah. where you're coming from. And then we went into a, a abandoned factory around our area. And she was talking about how like, she felt like she got pushed down the stairs and she was blaming us for it. And she was wearing like this a low cup top with a zip, you know, zip up hoodie or something like that. Keep explaining. And uh, when we <laughs> finally on. got out and she's like, well, look, I got marks right here. I already got it for you here, right? She would retell <laughs> this story going. over the years. And I remember exactly seeing what, what all happened. It was like, yeah, she kept on touching herself. So they're probably, you know, irritated a mark or something like that. Slow down. But then after, <laughs> after a while, <laughs> her supple breath. Right. Oh, wow. No, um, she would say that the story turned into there was a bloody handprint on her oh, chest. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. No, there fucking wasn't. I saw it. There yeah. wasn't. But, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I've also had experiences. Where say, we didn't just, you guys go to the raccoon jail or whatever it's called? Yeah. I didn't. There's nothing. They show you the tapes and then they, they prompt you what they're looking Well, that's for. how the... Like, uh, Velisca Axe House was too. They show you, you know, you watch mm-hmm. like an hour video or whatever. And right. Then you, and, and we then, didn't have anything happen when we went. I, I didn't go to the Velasca Axe. Well, we did go, and I hit yeah. a deer, but I, we didn't experience anything when we were there. Rob had the ball roll back to him, but you, like you were saying yeah. earlier, I mean, that's every pro- every house in, in Iowa, Iowa yeah. the ball rolls back to you, like the Velisca Axe. But murder I will house. tell you, the vibe in the the attic where they hid is. That oh yeah, that, it does like, feel weird ooh, in the attic. I will agree with that. But again, power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. We used to break into that 
all the time as kids before it became commercial. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, live, I did have them. We live in in Glenwood. Well, that I went to school anybody. in Glenwood, which was that the main road that goes to Velisca. Right. It's like thirty five miles out of Velisca. So well, we, we just, know I had a deer hit on that one. <laughs> we just we would drive whenever somebody new would move to town or someone would Stand. get cocky. We would. Just Bukaki? we just throw them in the car and say, "Okay, we're taking you to the local legend." And there was a back door, or back window of the house that was never locked. Oh, cool. and we would just sneak it, sneak them into the house, and be like, "This is the Velisca." That's probably how house. they got in. That's awesome. The murderers. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> They use that same door. That would be cool. But and you the, never experienced anything, huh? Well, no. And then the, the people bought it and mm-hmm. really commercialized it up. And, oh, yeah. But yeah, this was back in like 99, 2000. Yeah, that's we cool. Went, mm, I had a friend who worked there. Or like that. He said Six. pretty much everything in there was all replaced. Nothing is original. No. They no. had it secrets as far as like the, the slanted, you know, the marble thing, whatever. There's speakers and stuff. And usually I'm very skeptical when I see speakers one place. I know it's going to be other places. Yeah. So it's like you guys orchestrate things. Mm. So, and you just take money. It's like, I, yes, I am very skeptical of certain things because we live in a, well, humans mm-hmm. scam. People, mm-hmm. they, right. yeah. So, From especially now with AI and all that shit, dude, you yeah. can fake. Yeah, anything. soon it's gonna. Be, I mean, yeah, soon we're like not gonna Blue know Ivy anything. or Ivy Edge or whatever her name was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> From someone who used to work at a commercial haunt, I know exactly how they scan everybody too. So, yeah, yeah. we used to throw rocks and we'd go up to the what was that? What we'd was go that? up huh? to the attic floor. And it was the old vent system where it was just a solid vent that went from floor to floor to floor. And we would we'd position people to sit by the vents and we'd go up and just drop small pebbles in the vents mm-hmm. and we'd hear it drop and we'd hear people scream from floor to floor to floor as it fell. That's mm. so cool. It's like, yay, we're, no, it wasn't, we're ripping people off. You're giving them an experience. I know J- Jeremy believed his, his old house was haunted and I had two experiences there too. Jeremy thought everything is haunted when we did the Ouija board. He <laughs> thought the dog barking was because like, of the Ouija board. Do you guys feel that? Well, I did have a story were... about when I was at, uh, what, early teens or whatever. I was in one of my best friend's older sister's room, and we did a Ouija board thing. And we, what she else had a, were you doing in there? Just that, unfortunately. Aww. No chaka chaka. Wow. No chaka chaka. <laughs> he didn't want to do his sister. I didn't want to, you know. Anyways, so there was a candle up there well... on the door, and they claimed that they witnessed the candle move. I'm like, the candle is lit. You're We're watching bouncy shadows on the corner of the right. wall so it's like it could be anything you're not seeing we i didn't see anything move i was looking right at it myself but they're like and this is one of those things where the story became from one side of the thing to the other side it's like it's not like fucking say what it actually is though oh yeah. i used to light candles all the time and then like one day there was like a fly in my apartment you know and so <laughs> with the flickering you, you something flies by and you're like whoa you know like your mind plays tricks yeah. on you obviously gusts of wind or whatever yeah. like if the fans on even in the other room or if like it can affect door it. windows yeah. not shut all the way a little stream of air can come in and make like a whistling right. you know like i've mm-hmm. seen all this it's like you know your house is not 100 percent sealed off there um, used to be a show i can't remember it was on the travel channel i believe me and my ex watched it all the time and we would literally, I should be like, sit there and be like, okay, let's see how you debunk the, and like, I would debunk every video. I'd be like, this is how this is done. This is how this, you know, it's, I, I get it. It's a TV show and some people are mm-hmm. going to believe it. You know, right. if you get a few people to believe it, cool. Then they share it and, you know, well, I, I think get, for me, I get how the world works. A lot but. of this 
uh, stems, I guess, my skepticism with this, a lot of this stems with early age religion and then also a very big fascination with magic. Mm-hmm. Kind of also going with like the Honest Liar, uh, James Randi type of thing. It's yeah. like I really always want to try to figure something out and there's usually also a, a logical explanation for something like that. When somebody settles on something, they it's kind of – to me, it's lazy. It's like you – you find an excuse for something and you work with it. It's like, yeah, eh, that's fine. That's an exp- explanation. It's like, but it's not always accurate, though. Right. You I can t- accidentally be right. But. I take the paranormal kind of like the same way I do take magic and whatnot. Like, if I'm going into an area that's supposedly haunted and I want to be scared or I want it to be haunted, suspension of disbelief is an amazing thing. Oh, yeah. Like, if you want to be scared and you want it to be haunted, that can be the most scariest haunted fucking place you've ever been to in your life. Right, right. You can go in there and every little thing can be a ghost. But if you go in there with a logical mind, obviously you can you can disregard and discount and discredit anything that happens. You can find a logical explanation to. But it's – yeah, it's like with magic. It's obviously you know magic is the purest form of art because they are not lying to you by lying to you. Yeah. They are coming out saying, I'm going to lie to you. And they do it right to your face. And you love every second of it. Some of That's those pretty reactions, much what paranormal is too. Some of those reactions are like, no, you're really magic. It's like, I just fucking told you. I'm just I'm telling you. Tra- <laughs> I am lying to you. Some of those I'm like, fuck dude. Like what's his name? That's always on fucking Kimmel. He like has frogs come out of his throat and shit. Like I don't know how he does that. That's amazing. I don't think it's David Blaine. It might be. That's something he was. He's done some stomach exercises to. But along with lines of what Lonnie was saying, like you know, if you go into a like a haunted situation and you want to find a logical thing, when you can't find a logical thing, I think that amps you a little more. You're like, holy shit, man! This uh, I can't figure this out. Like you know, it like it's a little bit of an adrenaline rush trying to like, oh shit. I can't figure this out. Like, also the brain it's probably is, something logical, but I can't figure this out. And now I'm intrigued by it. You know, and you mm-hmm. think about it more than you would, main maybe if you were thinking it was paranormal. You know, yeah. so. the brain is not a reliable tool always, no. and especially when there's so many other factors as far as like See obstructions, <laughs> lighting, environmental factors, mm-hmm. sounds elsewhere that's probably echoing. Right. It's like there's usually something. Yeah, it's, we, it's, we don't know how many dimensions there are. I mean, that's also true. There's a fifth dimension, right. like, and so it's just someone that we can't see that's interacting with our environment Absolutely. that we can't see, and yeah. that's it's definitely an awesome ideal. I don't think you should stop and just say it's that's all it is, and, you know, like explore <laughs> yeah, it yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. How yeah. much edibles do you have <laughs> with me? How many? <laughs> oh, all I just them. bought it. I just bought a new pack not yesterday, but day before yesterday. Of fifties. It's already gone. Damn, you feel strong. Well, yeah, I mean, I, when I take something, I don't want to feel myself. Dude, I take I a 10 take, and it's I perfect. Take, I don't take drugs for fun. I take them to, like, turn into jello. Okay. I take white people edibles. The only time I turned into jello was that concert when I ate those gummies that melted rich in my pocket. Rich white people say that. Rich people edibles? Rich white. No, I don't take rich people edibles. I go to, like, the pheromones that's under the viaduct and council bluffs. Well, He's from Iowa. <laughs> but the, the amountage. Yes. He's, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Well, that was fun. Thank Thanks you. for sharing. Yeah, if our listeners have anything to share, please do. We'll end with a joke. We'll start no, we're the next start one with a joke. <laughs> Tune in next week. Thank you, guys. And I will be talking about Ghost eventually. Ghost. 
you enjoyed this podcast, well, that's not all. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of this episode, whenever these things come out. Shalom.